This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, this is Monique. And this is Sydney. And you're tuned into Monique and Sydney's Open, Open Relationship. Relationship. It's going to be the type of conversations that normally we're afraid to have out loud. Is it okay to be gay? Friends. How many of us have them? Mother and daughters. Is it always all bad? The mind's like a parachute. It's no good unless it's open. <laughs> That's what's up. Hello, my love, and welcome to another episode of Monique and Sydney's Open Relationship. I am Monique. And I'm Sydney. And today, Daddy, what are we talking about? Are you easily offended? And do you offend others easily? I said it wrong, but that's essentially what it means. What the, what the, are you easily offended? <laughs> like, what, what, did you just slip on something? <laughs> or do you easily offend? Like, are you a person that is really, really aggressive in your words, but very sensitive? You know, are you that person that can cuss a bitch all the way out? All the way. But if a bitch come back at you, baby, you are crestfallen. <laughs> yes. And, and Abraham said, are y'all going to discuss some happy shit? This is happy shit. Everything that we approach, we look at as happy shit, because if you get something out of it, are you not happy? You know, that's just it, Daddy. That's it? And that's why this show is so important, because... At the end of it, like my daddy say, if you walk away with something, guess what? It makes tomorrow better. So we're talking about it today, y'all. Are you easily offended and do you easily offend? Let's go to the lines. Hey, you're on with Monique and Sydney. Who's this? Hello? Oh, my God. Is this Monique? Yes, it is. It's Monique and Sydney. Who's this? Hi, Monique and Sydney. I'm so excited to be speaking to you. This is Crystal. I live in Miami. Hey, Crystal. Talk to us, baby. I've been listening to you all while I'm at work and never had a chance to call in, and I'm finally able to call in. I'm off. Oh, my goodness. I can't believe I'm actually speaking to Monique and Sydney. Okay. Am I easily offended? Yes, I am. (laughs) Why? But am I not able to take it? Wait, wait, are you easily offended? Do you... No, I'm, I don't, I don't know if I offend people because I'm a Scorpio. I give it off really hard and I can receive it really hard, I guess I can say. Got you. So you're, you're comfortable both ways as opposed to being easily offended, but then um, the type of person that does not care if you offend. I guess you can. I guess I have to put my husband in it because ever since I've been listening to you guys, I've been listening to you for probably like a month now. I've been listening to all your podcasts only because it's open relationship. I'm trying to convince my husband that I want an open relationship, and it's hard. And I need y'all to give me advice on that. I don't know if this is the right time. I've been trying to figure. I was trying to write you like a DM to see if you can give me some advice on how can I get my husband to agree to open marriage because we're not happy. Well, I'm not happy. He claims he is, but I think he's just faking. Well, see, <laughs> now, now see, you, you, you're talking about two things and I know, I know we, we, we had a little thing in reference to what we were going to speak about. However, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll go off the track for you for a minute out of love and respect for you tuning in. Come on. Um, however, if you're speaking in reference to you're unhappy and that is the catalyst to an open relationship, that's not the reason or the motivation that Monique and I had in terms of having an open relationship because the real meaning, and it evolved over time. At, at first, it meant there was a level, there was an openness that if somebody wanted to be with someone else, they could. However, what it really evolved to and what, what it started off being, we just didn't realize it was, 
it was an openness to have dialogue that was honest and straightforward with one another so that they knew uh, one another knew that they were on the same page. And it's okay if you don't agree because it shouldn't be a thing where you have to strongly coerce him into doing anything that he may agree to and then later on feel as if this is what happened, it was disagreeable, especially it sounds like your motivations are because you're unhappy. That's something that you're doing that, in my humble opinion, you would do based upon a level of happiness and openness in your relationship, and you welcome that part, and it didn't affect your relationship because what you may want to do is address what's making you unhappy, and perhaps it may be the thing that allows it to happen, or it may be the thing that says we don't need to do this. And Monique and I are not the not uh, vampires who are looking to bite and suck the neck of individuals and convert them into open <laughs> relationships. I know. So what we'll tell you is because what works for one may not work for the other, but don't let your motivations be because you're unhappy in your relationship. But let me ask you a question, baby. When you say you want an open relationship, what does that mean to you? Like, what is it that you're trying to ask your husband for? I want us, okay, when I met my husband, I was 419 pounds. I'm no longer 419 pounds. I'm 288 pounds. And the woman that I was when I was that age, I didn't get the attention from men that I'm getting now. Mm -hmm. So I want to be able to see other men go on dates, not necessarily have sex, but... But my husband, it's a long story. That's why I say I have to DM you, Monique. But, but, but let me ask you <laughs> I really you do this. because I, what mm-hmm. I'm basically, what I'm looking for is I like to be told I'm beautiful now. I like to be told, you know, good, like the good morning text messages. I want to date. And I can't because I'm married. And my husband don't want to do those things that I want him and need him to do to make me feel happy as a man in a woman relationship. He doesn't do that. He doesn't give it to me. But other guys are willing to, but I can't because I'm married. So I'm like, okay, I don't necessarily want to leave you, but I still want to be happy. I want to feel beautiful. I want to, you know, and he won't, he just, he won't let up. Like, I don't want to get a divorce because we still have a family to take care of, and he's a good provider, and he's a good man. He just ain't the man for me right now at this time in my life. And I don't know how to explain that to him. Just like you're explaining it to us? I've did that. I've said that to him. I said that to him sober and drunk. He ain't getting it. <laughs> you, you, you better stop playing now. You better I'm go so in with that. You better go in sober oh and drunk. I can't on the phone. <laughs> you know what? Honestly, and we appreciate you calling, it sounds like there's a level of communication that you need to have because based upon the brevity in which we're speaking, can't uh, uh, tell you directly, but it sounds like, you know, to some like if you've been, have you been doing these very things for him that you're asking of him, yes. honestly? And I've been that doting wife. <laughs> so if that's the case, completely understand, but there's nothing that's going to work better for you and your husband, in our humble opinion, than communicating openly and honestly. And when you tell him the degree of your frustrations, and hopefully that will change, but if not, it sounds like you are. So... You got to make that decision based upon an open and honest conversation. Yeah. We appreciate yeah. you calling. Thank you, my Thank baby. You. Thank All right, you. All right, honey. Listen, th- th- this t- is why, again, I'll say it, this show is so important because people are looking for solutions in a sense of, and if we're listening to the sister, I don't want to leave him. I love my husband. But right now I'm at a place where I'm craving some attention. I understand that. And, you know, reading what the people are writing in the room, their comments, oh, he need to leave her, oh, she's being selfish. No, what she's being is honest. And we get so used to not being honest that we then can develop a silent resentment for our partners because we're too afraid to say, this is what I'm really feeling. You know, this is how I'm really feeling, the attention that I'm craving right now because I don't believe that that she wasn't getting the attention at 400 pounds. She blocked it out. Like, oftentimes we'll block it out because we don't think we're worthy of the attention. So we don't hear the guy whistling. Well, you know, 
there's a possibility that she saw exactly what she saw because that's what she felt. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? It's kind of like regardless of what someone's intentions are, this is what you felt. And I believe that you would speak to individuals that may be 400 pounds who've lost a whole lot of weight that may say they notice a definitive difference between how they it was when they were 400 pounds versus when they were at a smaller weight. Mm -hmm, so, mm -hmm. you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's difficult to dissect in a few moments those type of details, but that's when it comes to the work that you have to put in because there's no quick fixes to long-term relationships. We're talking about it, y'all. Now we started out. That's what we started out. We started to go take bring us back. I'm 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 on bring us back, bring Daddy, us back. because we started out with are you easily offended and are you easy to be the offensive person? Oh, okay. Okay, Daddy. Okay. <laughs> Get it. Are you that sensitive person that the moment somebody says some shit to you, you are falling apart? But do you deliver it like you are Made a steal. We're talking about a 404-832-2963. Hey, you're on the line with Monique and Sydney. Who's this? Hi, my name is Jessica. Hey, Jessica. Hey. Hi. I was calling in on the topic, and I just want to say that I love you both. And, Monique, I'm so sorry to say, when you decease, I am going to marry your husband. Okay? I'm sorry. Wait a minute. Say, say that again, Jessica. When you, when you pass, I am going to marry your husband. Okay? Okay. Well, listen, this is real shit, well, and that's damn. why we like the show. She said, when I am deceased, she going to marry my husband. Well, bitch, listen, we got to get to 100. Okay? Now, if after we both get to 100 and we still living, God damn it, you come on and on the road, on the boat with us, and you can be another wife. Well, but if you can get to 100, you got I'll take it. that. <laughs> I'll take it. But Talk to us, baby. I called in on the topic. I am easily offended. And I, I try not to offend others, but if you say something, I do get offended very easily. And I feel like if I have to watch what I say to other people, so should you. Gotcha. And, and what is it that makes you feel like, or why do you believe that you're easily offended it's because i know everybody comes from different backgrounds and and go through different things and you never know what someone else is going through so i feel like you should always be careful and mindful of what you say to other people and 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 absolutely that that makes a lot of sense how what what is it that makes you easily offended like for instance um or rather why from a standpoint of have you always been that way? Have you, you know, were there situations in your life growing up where people would say things? And or is it sometimes do you find yourself being easily offended to a degree where someone says to you, why are you acting that way? And then they explain what it is that they meant. And then you're like, oh, oh, okay. And now I know what you meant. And what you were offended about, you're now not offended because you didn't quite understand what they were saying. Because sometimes... You may jump to the uh, to the left and think that, you know, as opposed to clarifying what it is that they're talking about, I'm going to assume that they meant the worst. Are you that type of easily offended? I am. And if you explain to me what you meant, then maybe I'll see your point and maybe I won't. But I am sensitive, overly sensitive, I know. And a lot of people tell me that, but that don't stop me from being offended. Got you. But if you explain to me why you said what you said, we could work it out. But I'm still offended either way. I'm working on it. I ain't perfect. There you go. That's we the bottom line. The call, baby, and we right there with you. See, again, it is all about that honesty. Mm -hmm. When she say, I'm working on it. Because sometimes, Daddy, when I listen to the callers, I be like, I be wanting to say, bitch, me too. <laughs> me too. Because I, I'm, I'm very hard on the exterior, mm -hmm. you know, but that interior, it's like, oh, like, why would you say that? And then once once it does get explained, and that's the one thing, sis, that I can say, once you explain it to me, I'm good. But if you don't explain it to me and you let me go make the story up, right? oh, baby, come on now. We're talking about it, y'all. Are you easily offended or do you offend easily? 404-832-2963. Hey, you're on with Monique and Sydney. Who's this? 
Hi, this is Sharon. Hey, Sharon. Hey, Sharon. Hey, I am not even remotely easily offended. I take everything with a grain of salt, and I laugh at it, mostly everything. How? How are you <laughs> able to do that? <laughs> I, You know what? Growing up, I was always picked on as a little girl or... At, you know, I'm fun size, and I'm always the shortest in my crew. So <laughs> I always got called names or whatever, and I just, I kind of was like, well, what are these people in my life besides this, you know, couple of friends? So I figure if you're not doing anything for me, you're not in my life, your opinion doesn't matter. There it is. There it is, baby. We mm -hmm. appreciate the call. Yeah, thank you. And that's and, easy, too, yeah, to say. I live my life that way, so... That, that That's one of those ones that's easy to say because sometimes even when you're watching like the reality shows, just TV, and you're like, but they don't know each other. And they get ready to pull each other's hair out, but they don't know each other. Like, I think it's easy to say sometimes, well, if you don't know me, it really doesn't matter. Because, again, I think we've been conditioned to be offended where every little thing is a situation or a problem or, you know, it's almost like, if, if somebody says something, it's got to be a situation. Well, you know, depending upon how you receive things, things are going to kind of dictate how you respond to them. And you can have the same treatment, but it allows you to respond to things differently. In the neighborhood that I grew up in, and the individuals that I grew up around, if you didn't learn how to take somebody criticizing you because your Adidas had four stripes on them. Mm -mm. And we all know that Adidas mm -hmm. only come with three stripes, but they're going to tell you that your shit had four on them. <laughs> and your mind. folks are poverty stricken because they will tell you about this, that, and the other. Your shirt ain't right, this. And if you didn't have the ability to learn how to laugh at yourself because you had those individuals that would crack on you and be like, nigga, that shit was funny. Okay, that was on me, but I'm going to have to take that one to the chin and I'm going to have to come back with you. Was it phony what I said? It may have been. But then you come back with a good one and then you learn how to deal with it. And what you say to yourself is because you've been given the gift of imperfection, you can't be mad if someone points that out. You can't be mad if you want to be healthy mentally and not messed up every time someone says that. So a lot of times I notice when people are offended about things is due to a level of misunderstanding. You're offended because this person is gay. You're first offended because this person is big. You're offended because they're black. You're offended because they're Asian. You're offended because they're white. You're offended. And typically the offenses stem from a lack of understanding because there's not one of us. We some may be hybrids of humans and some other shit around here because I know I done seen some cats around here, okay, oh, that I know wasn't 100% human. Come on. But we all have that <laughs> one thing. We all have the same things with us, but they come out in different kinds of ways. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. This baby said, I get offended easily because I get embarrassed easily. Mm -hmm. And I think that is just the norm. You know, I don't, I, I don't think that that's a unique situation. I think that is the norm where, but what is that thing? Why are we so embarrassed so easily? Why are we so offended why do we feel stupid if we don't get it right what, like what is that thing that makes us feel that way constantly where it's oh you're almost battling i'm not gonna take it personal i'm not gonna be offended and you have to say that to yourself throughout the day because somebody could say hey, good morning wrong and you didn't automatically thought well what this bitch been done why is she speaking to me like that right and it ain't got nothing to do with you. Nothing. You know, but I think it's just a thing that we're so used to walking in. We look to the worst before we look to the best. And we take the offensive before we take the, um, what's the other word? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I guess we take the offensive as opposed to looking at it and having some understanding as to what they may mean. Or if they don't know 
you know, if you don't know what the person means, then you don't know what they mean until you know. But why do you assume the negative? And that's not everyone. Now, do you saw you? Did you see the individual that was saying? Um, he was asking a question about what does being gay have to do with it, and the three motives of someone gay. And when I said uh, gay for clarity. I'm speaking to individuals that are offended by someone who is a homosexual, offended by someone's right to be transsexual, lesbian, gay, transsexual, anything involving sexuality, there's an individual that may be offended by that. And what we're saying is, why? Because of a lack of understanding. I find that most times, once it's explained to me, now see, I'll get offended in this way. I'll get offended and then get quiet. Okay? Like, I'll get offended and then get quiet because I'll be trying to work through it. Like, I'm trying to make sure I'm clear about this offense. Like, I'm trying to make sure I really understand what this bitch was trying to do or say (laughs) before I jump off at it. But I've gotten, or, or there was a time that I was so used to being offended that before I could even let myself think that, well, maybe they didn't mean it that way. It automatically went to, okay, this is where we are with it right now because you're being offensive mm-hmm. before I, d- I would even think anything else. Mm-hmm. So. And, and what do you think your reasoning for that is? I think it's environmental. I think that, you know, I, I, I grew up in an environment that everything was taken offensively. You know, um, and it was dealt with with a with a silent anger mm-hmm. or a quiet resentment, but everything was taken offensively. You know, it it may have been, um, did you arm my shirt? <sighs> yes, I arm them every day. So everything was everything was almost an issue. It was almost not blatantly outward but as a child you're watching these little yeah. nuances these and little and you're things. learning how to act yes you're learning how to act. and i humbly think that that aspect of it has a great deal to do with it and then it becomes internal because as you heard the young lady just say she found a way to take what people said with a grain of salt and it was due to the fact that she was ridiculed a lot coming along whereas the things that you saw and you witnessed, as opposed to interpreting those things as something that you wouldn't want to be the re, on the receiving end of, you, for some reason, internalized it as that is the way you're supposed to respond in certain uh, situations. It's the reason why some people may be yellers, because they were always yelled at, and that's the way they were communicated with. But then someone is not a yeller because they were always yelled and screamed at. So it becomes a situation where everything can be based upon your environment, but the way in which you respond to your environment is not indicative of the way it is indicative of the way that you were treated. But it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to buy into the same way in which you were treated. We're talking about it, y'all. Are you easily offended and or are you that person that can easily be the one doing the offense? And what can you do for yourself so you're not easily offended? And what can you do so you're not quick to offend? You know, someone put uh, in the room, just say what's real. And you're right. I think that's the best thing is to just say what's real. But can you say what's real to someone and can you receive what's real back to you? And again, I think that's where the conflict comes in. It's almost like you have people, when you have people say, I just tell it like it is. Okay, but can someone tell you like it is? Like, are you that person that you got the answers for every goddamn thing? You know it all, can't nobody tell you shit. The God told you to say everything to everybody. But the moment somebody comes back and says, well, God told me to give you a message. Mm-hmm. God told me to tell you to shut the fuck up and mind your business, but okay, now you offended. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? God ain't tell you that. (laughs) God ain't tell you that. Then you turn around and say, well, God ain't tell you that. Come on. So it's one of those things where can you take what you give out and 
what you give out can you take and would you want to take it and if you're disinterested in receiving the bullshit that you give stop giving bullshit because that's part of the problem in my humble opinion with the world today i mean less for a moment just believe just just as they say like when you're watching a play um suspend your disbelief for just a moment and forget that this is the United States of America. And you're just watching one entity or uh, people that populate a landmass having conversations with other individuals that occupy other landmasses. And then you say, okay, this landmass over here says that these people over here shouldn't have weapons of mass destruction. Why? Because those people on that landmass, they seem like they're not afraid of us and they don't have those weapons right now. And if they had them, they probably would assert their efforts on us, as we have done on other land masses easily because we were outmanned. Now, would you say that that was fair? Would you say that they were treating others in the manner that which they want to be treated? But then what happens, we'll say, because we are Americans, we should have that. Mm. Not not understanding that we're only American Americans because of Amerigo Vespucci, who it was mistranslated as to who it was the one who founded America. We, this place we live on was called Turtle Island. But we're all human beings that derive from land masses. But we believe for some reason that because we are American— we should say they should have this, but they shouldn't have this, but we should have it. Mm-hmm. And it's that type of unfair thinking as human beings. This is the reason why we suffer. But when we say to ourselves, would it really be so bad if we treated someone who was homeless like they were a human being mm. and not like because they're homeless, they're no one? Would it be okay if because someone is overweight they could be looked at with love and respect or a homosexual or a transsexual because all of us have our shit with us and I know not the individual who when they leave out of the restroom and have a number two that it smells like roses I don't know them either no don't know them mm. and if you really smell roses they don't smell that great either so at the end of the day, <laughs> thank you, Robin, for that. They sprayed this stuff in the toilet. But at the end of the day, since we all have our shit with us, if we have an understanding that that's what it is, it will allow us, in my humble opinion, to not be so offended by the shit that everybody does. You know, uh, someone just said, what is the goal of this conversation? And the topic of the conversation is, are you easily offended or do you offend easily? And the goal is, is to ask yourself, am I that type of person? And if I am, what kind of conversations can we have during this hour that I may decide to change my mind or change my heart? So the goal to these conversations that we always have is really is to consider it a different way. Or it's specific in unto you because everybody's not in the same place in their journey. So Mm. it's you looking at the painting of the discussion that we are having today and see what you take from it because everybody takes different things from what it is that they see. But hopefully whatever you take from it, no matter how big or no matter how small is something that's beneficial, beneficial to you and others as opposed to detrimental. How about somebody said, I get offended when someone says, I look like I gain weight. I'm 180 pounds, but I want to get back to 150. Well, are you offended because <laughs> they're telling you the truth? <laughs> they're telling you the truth. Like, but that's just it. We've got such this thin skin that don't, and you will hear people say all the time, just be honest with me. But the moment that honesty comes out, God damn, you fall to your knees. Like, how could you say that? Well, what would you have me to say? What would you have me to say? Is my ass getting fat? Is it? Is my ass getting more round or is it getting wider? No, yes. 
Okay. I said both at the same time. <laughs> she said, what? I don't want it to get wider. I said, well, what you want me to do? You want me to lie? And she said, no. And I said, I'm just playing. Actually, the motherfucker's getting toned like a bitch, okay? Yeah. But it, it was, it made you say it first. Like, wait a minute, man. What you saying? So, is what? What was you going to say? No, because <laughs> it caught me off guard. <laughs> right. Because I was standing in the mirror in, in the bathroom, right, in the closet. And I'm looking and I'm like, okay, you know, I'm, I'm liking what's happening. But then I caught her on a different angle. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. It looked like this shit is getting wider. Like, I wanted to get that C cup. So I'm like, Daddy, is my ass getting rounder or wider? And when he said both, I was like, oh, like that. Well, I got to do something different then. Now, you understand when you, 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 when you in a relationship and your mate says something to you and you like, we weren't we just discussing something that was important? Your ass is just fine. That's why you get tackled <laughs> on the regular. Don't you get Down tackled? Down to the ground. Okay, so then listen. Yeah. Everything is wonderful, love. <laughs> Stop playing with me and shit. Uh, but yeah, baby, for the baby that says she gets offended at the weight, please don't. Please don't. Just get used to the truth because that's what will help you save your life. And or, you know, if someone asks you a question, are you going to tell them the truth or are you going to lie? You know, because there's a level of appreciation that people don't have when you tell them the truth in the moment. But there's a level of appreciation that they have for you long term when they reap the benefits of the truth that you told them and they follow through with it. Now they're looking at you like when you say, wow, you lost that way and you're looking good. You believe them. All day long. You believe them <laughs> because they told you during the tough times, like, no, that is not right. That ain't right. Y'all, one time, talk about being offended. Oh, my little feelings were so hurt one night, baby, listen here. So I said to Sid, I said, Daddy, listen, I really need help with this eating. So if you see me doing too much, please just call me on it. So it's dinner time, baby, and I done piled my plate up. And I go sit down at the table. Everybody sitting at the table. And he looked over me. He said, you going to eat all of that? <laughs> I was so motherfucking hurt. I was like, I wanted to say, you see it on my plate, don't you? But I just got up and had to sit my little plate to the side and go in the back and get myself together. Like, that's what you asked for. Like, you asked for that. But I was like, oh, I wasn't expecting you to say it right now. Right afterwards, after you ate it. <laughs> then I should have said something. Mama, you going to eat all of that? Why you eat all of that? And know what you would have said to me? What, Daddy? Why ain't you stop me? You are absolutely right. Why ain't you stop me from eating it? Oh. You going to ask me after I ate it? Because I didn't want to say nothing in front of the kids because then you'll get mad and then you'll go running. Then run your ass on in there then. <laughs> run your ass on in there then. But you ain't eat it, and now you feel better about yourself. Now you feel better. And it worked both ways, babe, daddy. Because me too. I don't want to sit here in front like I don't know what it is and have a late night snack. Daddy, you going to eat that? Mama, listen. I'm going to have that snack. But you said don't do, don't do it. Mama. You're right. Let me get me a glass of water and some of these berries and shit and call it a day. So it's, it's, it's par for the course. And again, when you have these conversations and you're strategizing about things with your mate, they know you have their best interest at heart. You should be able to say anything that you need to say because at the end of the day, it should be also infused with, I love you. And if you're close enough, you might say, nigga, you know I love you, okay? Mm -hmm. See, in another relationship, that mm -hmm. shit'll get you, what, nigger? <laughs> Did you say nigger to me? <laughs> you called your woman nigger? It can happen when you're close enough. Oh, uh, we're talking about it, baby. We're babies. talking about it. Are you easily offended or do you offend easily? 404-832-2963. Let me tell you, I didn't think that I was a uh, offender. Is that the right way to say An it? An offender? Yeah. Uh -huh. I didn't think that I was until you actually have to listen to how you talk to people. Mm -hmm. And I don't get offended by people I don't know. 
Like, if I don't know you, baby, oh, shit. Like, all that fat shit and fat names and all that shit, I got called that shit inside. So I dealt with that. You know what I'm saying? So by the time I got a big woman, a grown woman, for you to say fat girl, oh, fuck you. Like, (laughs) (laughs) right? you got to come with some different shit. But I get offended with people that I really love. Like, I, and, and somebody just put, I, they've had to learn how to stop being easily offended and listen to what was said and, and start listening to what was meant instead of, versus what was said. What you just point to, Daddy? He said, someone said that you are cute for a colored girl. Thank you so much. You know, what color <laughs> are you referring to? <laughs> You're cute for a colored girl. So that right there could be something that would be easily offensive. But it's like you find a way to chuckle at it because you're like, come on now, stop, stop. Are you easily offended or do you get offended easily? We're going to the lines. Hey, you're on with Monique and Sydney. Who's this? Hello. All right. Yeah, see, and we could be offended because we could say motherfuckers is playing on the phone, but they not. (laughs) Okay. So, like I was saying, I get offended by the ones I love. And I know that, you know, it's, it's almost like you know that when you're being told the truth in the moment, there's a couple of things that's taking place, at least with me. Doreen is saying, fuck all of that. Stand your ground. Doreen is that ego, right? There's a little girl that's taking place and saying, just say I'm sorry and deal with it. But then there's the grown woman, Monique, saying, Doreen, listen, I'm going to kick your ass. And then the little girl is saying, well, if you cry, it'll really make. So it's all these things are going on when all you have to do is say, I fucked that up. Let's start over. We're going to the lines and taking your call. Hey, you're on with Monique and Sydney. Who's this? This is Regina. Hey, Hey, Regina. Hi. How are you guys today? Super, super, super. Talk to us. Very good. The question of the day from what I saw was, am I easily offended and do I easily offend? Um, Yes, I do easily offend, but am I easily offended? No, I'm not. Because I have a sharp tongue and a sharp wit to go with it. So I think if you're easily offended, then you should not offend others. But see, what I come across is the people that feel like they can say what they want to say to me, and I'm supposed to be okay with that. Well, I'm not okay with that. See, what I found, I'm 52 years old. What I have found is that when you tell certain people, you know what, you really need to back up off me and leave me alone, and they keep coming at you and keep coming at you, and finally you just let them have it, and then they say, oh, my God, you're so offensive in me. <laughs> well, baby, I gave you plenty of opportunity to back up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's well, that my opinion. Great. Say that again, baby. That's my opinion. That's how I am. We appreciate that, Regina. Absolutely. Now, I don't know about anybody else, but my thing is, if I give you the opportunity to walk away, then do so. Now, if you continue to stay there, then you choose to allow me to open up with whatever I have. So that's what I do. But you're not the easily, you're not the person that you're saying you easily offend because somebody was walking down the street. And they had a pink blouse on that you didn't like. And you'd be like, bitch, that's an ugly blouse that you've got on. Oh, hell no. See, then I'm asking for my feelings to get hurt. There you go. So that's not, see, so when we talk about easily offended, I mean, and one who's an offender of people easily, it's almost like that person that doesn't have a level of consideration for what they say, but they are very focused in on what's being said to them. What you sound like the type of person is, I ain't messing with nobody if they don't mess with me, but if you mess with me, you're going you gonna to get some of this rice I got. Come on, no, 
Well, you know what? Here's an example of that. My mother and I, last winter, my mother and I went to a grocery store, and she had on her mink coat. Before we went to the store, I said, well, why don't you just change, and then we'll go to the grocery store. She said, no. My mother is one of these ladies that, you know, if you tell her, oh, girl, you look good, my mother says, oh, I don't need you. I don't need your validation. I know when I look good. So I I got that attitude from her. When we went to the grocery store, these two ladies were walking in behind us. I'll say that they were not women of color because my mother and I are women of color. And I heard one of them say animal killer, and automatically I just said, oh, Lord, no, not this, (laughs) not today. Because, see, I know my mother. So we continued through the store, and they actually followed us. And as they would walk past, they would say, animal killer. Now, about 20 minutes into this, I'm going, I know she hears them. Why is she not reacting? Because I'm automatically on, okay, now I got to whoop some whatever, whatever to get out of this store. And we're in the suburbs. I said, okay, I'm just going to jail today. (laughs) But when we got to the cash register, they both, there was a big one and a little one. (laughs) I thought, okay, I'm going to take the big one and she's going to take the little one. When we got to the register, the big one walked up. I was behind my mother. She walked up behind me. Then she proceeded to try and reach around me and tap my mother. Well, then I turned around and looked at her. And then she said, excuse me, lady with the fur coat on. Do you know what animals had to go through for you to wear that coat? And I said, all right, here we go. My mother turned around and said, excuse me. I will take him off and you can take his place. <laughs> that's what's that's up my mother so that's where i get this attitude from of you know what i'm not trying to bother you i believe in building up everyone if i see somebody walking down the street that's not looking like they're having a good day i say hello how's your day going because I'm really interested to know, like, what's going on with you today? How can I make your day better? But see, don't come on me real jacked up and then expect me to go, oh, we good. No, we are not good. That is I Regina. I work in the medical field. I work with a lot of, say, women that are not of color, and they are really good with that. Well, you know what, Regina? I think, and I have to go stop right there. I want you to stop doing that because you don't do it very well. That's Stop thinking. Me what you think. I'm not interested. <laughs> we appreciate the call, Regina. Thank you, baby. Thank you. See, listen, I love the spirit of Regina because Regina say, but I, but Daddy, is that being offensive? Because she's saying I've given you every opportunity to get out of my face. Like she's saying, go on. That, well, that's not being an e. That's not from what she's saying that she's someone that is easily offended based upon someone just saying something that she's not sure of. These folks seem to approach her approach her in a very direct way. And uh, she responds in a very direct way. It's kind of like someone comes at her with a bat. She's got a bomb. Come on. So if you mess with her, she's saying, listen, I'm not messing with you. But if you come over here with that bat, you see this nuclear bomb? I got that from North Korea, okay? Before they made it. All right? So that's what's up. We're talking about it, my loves. <laughs> are you are you easily offended? And do you offend easily? And, you know, just uh, with Regina saying about the, uh, with her mom with the coda one, mm-hmm. with the uh, folks that kept walking up behind us saying animal killer. You know, I, I think that we should really allow people to do what it is that they want to do. If you don't believe in wearing animals, please don't you do it. Don't you do it. But if the next person does believe it, please don't you approach. Because you really shouldn't, if, if you really think about it, if you really think about it, if it was something that was considered illegal versus something that from a moral standpoint you wouldn't do, they wouldn't allow them to take place in stores. You got your code or whatever from a store, and you can appreciate that position. But I'll say this. 
you might not want to sp- you go and fuck around and maybe spray paint the wrong person's fur. <laughs> Come on. And going to get a different kind of response. It's kind of like someone saying uh that was having a debate about abortion and not abortion. Whatever you believe at this present time is legal. So that ends the discussion. Right so there. until the fur furry industry goes into, you know, being illegal, Left, 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 folks do what they do, and you choose not to do with what you gonna do. The bad they think they trying to save, right? Oh, well, she she said it. She said it. The, the, she that's the line. You can trade places <laughs> with the goddamn code. I can take it off and trade. You can trade places with the damn code. What you want? Oh, baby, we talking about it. Are you easily offended, or do you offend easily? And when someone says to you that you've offended them, can you come back and apologize with being offensive? You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes you don't even know that you're being offensive. And, and two, y'all, do we use this as an excuse? Because I oftentimes hear, and I've been guilty of it too, I just got a sharp tongue. But is that an excuse for almost bad behavior? You know what I'm saying? It's like, is do we use it as a crutch as to you're not being considerate as to what you're saying and how you're saying it? Like with she, what she was just saying, essentially. Yeah. 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 It's like, you know, I find that we, we, we fall back on that, you know, but why, why aren't we taking the time out to consider what we're saying and think it all the way through? It's almost like sometimes we feel like we got to strike first. And again, I guess it goes back to that's the choice that people are taking because if you're seeing these things on a regular basis, that's the way you respond. And that's going to stand out more than the people who choose not to adopt that ideology. Oftentimes there's a lot of good that goes on because what's harped on is what we see that's negative. And you forget how many individuals out there that are more towards the positive than the negative because it's something about the negative individual's forcefulness that allows those that are not as aggressive to get out of their way and then they end up taking office based upon Mm. their aggressive attitudes then they're in power because the multitude of people are not interested in being power in power they're interested in being empowered but not being empower over others but when you have those individuals that that is what they yearn for they have a uh, uh almost if you will a leg up over those that just want to get along because this is their focus getting what it is that they want at any cost and when you run into them you're looking at them like is this really what you want and they looking at you like fool yeah that's what I want. Mm-hmm. So it's it's just based upon the choice that you make. We're talking about it, y'all. Are you offended or are you easily are you easily offended and are you easy to offend? And that's one of those things where I think that's real conversation with you and yours. Will you ask somebody, am I quick to hurt your feelings? Mm-hmm. And not even understanding that I'm hurting your feelings, but am I quick to doing it sometimes just in our gestures, in our energy? In, in just the way we can walk into a room, it can suck out the goodness because you're offended at something, but don't nobody know what you're offended at. And, you know, you have a conversation, and sometimes people will say, I don't even know how to express myself to let you know that I'm offended. I don't even know how to say it. And the only way I can say it is I'm angry about something, but I'm too afraid to say what I'm really offended about. So it comes out in... I'm just mad. And you don't, there are people that don't want to appear weak, you mm. know, because if they say it to you politely, people are going to say, well, you know, if you polite to them, they ain't going to get it. You got to let people know where you coming from. Yes. Yes. We're going to the lines, y'all. Hey, you're on with Monique and Sydney. Who's this? Hello. Hello. Yes, I'm, call- oh, yes, I'm calling in. I'll send you another to call in and get my opinion. Please do. All right. Now, what was the question? Can you please repeat the question for me? We sure will, baby. Are you a person that is easily offended, or do you easily offend? 
I'm a person, to be honest, I'm neither. I don't I don't really get offended unless you do something, like, real personal. Like, if you, like, steal something or try to harm my family or friends. But I just don't get offended over petty stuff. And, and I don't really offend people because I actually, you know, I mind my business. You know, it takes a lot to get to me because, you know, life's too short to be losing it over petty things. Especially, I'm in Inglewood, Chicago. So, you know, out here, so, you know, you can wake up happy. And go to sleep dead. So, you know, so, <laughs> I, heard that. So I just kind of man my business, you know, and, and give a voice to the young people so they can put these guns down. Because out here they get offended so fast, and it's just crazy. My man. But where do, you, where do you think that stems from? Why do you think that we're so quick to be offended? Because they grow up. I think they, they grow up and they not. Everything starts from home. Mm-hmm. And you know I'm best of things. A father figure, mother figure. And nowadays, like, people don't discipline their kids. It's about discipline. Like, you have to discipline your kids at an early age. I'm not saying being mean or beat them or nothing, but you really got to discipline kids. Because mm-hmm. you ain't disciplining them, they just going to grow up doing what they want to do. You know? I think, it, you know, just it can take one parent. Not saying you need both, but it just need to, they just need to be really disciplined. Great, great response. There you go, brother. We Thank you, baby. It. You know, when that baby say he's calling from Inglewood, it, was it Inglewood, Chicago? Chicago. Is that Southside? I, I really don't know, you know, the... the baby, who, who in here know that? Okay, baby, well, okay. I, was, I was just questioning. But when you ask the question and you say, why are we so offended? You know, our babies are getting offended if you bump, if you step on a shoe, if you look too hard. You can actually be looking at someone in admiration, Right. But the person you're looking at in admiration looks back at you with a look of, what that bitch looking at me like that for? Now you now take a position of, well, bitch, I just wanted to let you know that your hair looked like. So now it's a fight, and all it started out with admiration. And you didn't know how to say, sister, I just wanted to tell you, your hair looks absolutely beautiful. Or, you know, something that I thought was, that I think is missing oftentimes, that I think we need a lot more of is when you hear men say to each other, brother, I love you. Yep. Brother, I love you. And when I heard you and Donald talking the other day on the phone, and it was just such a beautiful conversation at the end, y'all both said, brother, I love you, brother, I love you. And I'm looking at these two men with these families and, and wives, and, and, but they're still letting one another know, hey, man, I'm, I'm, I hope you stay up, and I wish you the best. And I think a lot of that is missing, too. You know, amongst just people. Amongst people, because one of the things that when I look at the shows with, you know, a multitude of women on there, what you notice about all of the women, and it doesn't matter what color that they are, they all have strong personalities. Mm -hmm. Now, what happens if the strong personalities are met with a lack of and a a lack of the need to compete against one another? and a need to work with one another, and you have all of those personalities. And to me, that's the world. Because if you're thinking to yourself, how can we win together versus the alternative, how are we going to all lose together? That shouldn't be the question. But it's like dealing with being at odds with an Iran, being at odds with a North Korea. You're at odds with someone that you don't really have a beef with. If you saw North or South Koreans or Iranians, I don't have a beef with anyone. But you are in a situation where there will be collateral damage based upon what someone is communicating or failing to communicate. One thing that Trump said recently that I could I appreciated him trying to stick that in uh, to the president of North Korea, which was you don't know how hard it is to go over and take over something that was in your family and you're at a young age, empathize with them as opposed to making movies about assassinating someone who they say has assassinated their own family members because the goal is not to be tough. Again, see, a lot of people think they want to fight, but unless you've really been in a fight, you know that you don't really want to fight because there's the potential. How many people other than Floyd Mayweather have you seen that were exceptional fighters, they were tough, but they got their asses whooped at some point. Just fighting for the fuck of it is not <laughs> fun. I mean, I'm telling you, you being in a position where if you really know you're, to me, in my opinion, 
you you would be more inclined not to start something because you realize that it's the people that you least suspect that will do the most damage. They the you, you you just never know. So it's not as if you're operating on scared. You're operating on respect, so that you are. Uh, I'll take what you say, and I won't return your volley with the same negativity that you gave me. Why? Because you're gonna look like a punk if you don't. I'd rather look like a punk by doing that and make it home to my family mm. because I had a level of caution. Now, if you cannot get out of it and you must step to somebody harshly, you got to do what you got to do. You got to do because you're saying in the universe, I love life so much I'm willing to choke this nigga out if they keep fucking with me. Mm. See, that's the dichotomy of you can talk nicely and then you may have to talk not so nicely and demonstrate. But if you have a tendency of walking around on, man, I'm trying to get along with you. I just have a funny feeling those vibes have a way of coming back. And then we start reprogramming ourselves because all we are are beings looking to be programmed, programmed with either positive or negative energy. But it's like when we've been in situations before and we've seen people upset, you've been upset. And in the midst of the conversation, something was said to you that in that moment calms you down and you were no longer upset. And the only thing that changed from when you were upset to when you were not upset is what you were thinking. Mm -hmm. And if we can control our thoughts when someone says something that makes us upset, imagine how we react to it. So offense and being offended and how we give things out, it's all based upon the way in which we think because that's going to dictate the way in which we respond. Oh, babies, we talked about that today. We talked about it. So what you're saying, Daddy, just boils down to your thinking and being able to control your emotions. I mean, it it, it, it will help. And someone says, Sydney, offenses taken, not given. There's the yin and yang of life. It can be taken and it can be given. And I know because I've been in a situation, in situations where we have been. And the great part about this show this is a place for, as we said, we the sinners. Okay? Yeah. This is the place where we are imperfected, imperfections, trying to be the best that we can possibly be, coming to the understanding that if we try to be perfect, it puts us sometimes in a position where when we see others that are not, it's easy for us to judge. And no matter if you're operating from a place where you've been getting it right, Remember the times you've got it wrong mm. so that when you're dealing with others who in that moment are getting it wrong, you know that they had the potential to one day get it right because you know what it is to get it wrong. Now, I can't say that shit twice. <laughs> I can't say this shit twice. <laughs> but it sounded so good when you said it. Oh, that is so real, though, baby. And, y'all, that's what's helping me. It is helping me to not be so quick to jump. To ask yourself, hey, remember when? Remember when? And that's what can help us to get through it and get past it and deal with it. So, again, Monique is in this open relationship, like my daddy always says, take the best and leave the rest. Because. I was just. Go ahead, baby. No, daddy, you go ahead. I was just. I kept saying demise. I kept saying. You touch me. I know you got to say it. I kept saying demise. And that's his name, at Dumas. If anyone is living, they can redeem themselves with the court of law being here in jails. It's like, at Dumas, just consider this, changing your handle from Dumas mm. to something because everything that you have been saying has been grim. And it's one of those things, if that's where you are with it, we appreciate you even more for sticking around. But think about this, brother or sister, is that if you keep on speaking like at Dumas and talking negatively, what do you expect to get in return? That's all we're saying. So you were saying, my baby, you closing us out? I got a song on my heart. Oh, damn. Okay, baby, he brought a, t- he brought a tune to me. Reach out and touch. Touch. Somebody's hand. Their hand. Make. This world a better place. All over. If you can. You must. Yeah. Now I feel like, I feel like now. 
if you can. <laughs> we can ready to start the sermon because that's how they do it. Yeah, go that's on how they now. do it. Y'all, my loves, we we uh we talked about it today. Are you easily offended? Or are you easy to offend? And if you need to replay it, replay it. Um, you know, tell a friend, tell another friend, and tell another friend because what we do appreciate is the feedback that we are getting. And when people say, Mo, y'all making me think about it differently. You know, I never even considered it. And for my sweet sister that called in early and said, hey, when you die, bitch, I'm letting you know already I'm going to marry your husband. (laughs) (laughs) But what that says to me is, is what I said to my husband some years ago, daddy, I know it's not just me. I know it's not just me. So that means that we are listening. We are trying to get it and we are trying to get better. And that is the sole purpose of this show. So we appreciate y'all taking your time out to listen to us. And we want to thank y'all. And like my daddy always says, the mind is like a parachute. It is no good unless it's open. We love y'all. For free. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.